0: minimum balance required.
1: All right. Well, welcome to Let's Talk About It with Janelle King. I am back. I am excited to have this conversation, and I'm going to tell you why. So I had Kate Hudson in, and again, Kate Hudson, the infamous, not the famous. (laughs) (laughs) And we talked a lot about what's happening in our education system, and we started by addressing the I guess like the one thing that kind of brought all this to light, which was the drag queen story hour with kids. And then it just kind of just, we've seen this something just morph into this discussion around gender and all this other stuff. And what was interesting is um, I was on Twitter, which, you know, anyway, but I was on Twitter (laughs) and I saw this young girl. She looked like she was probably about 17, but she decided to transition and she was she was holding her uterus in a glass jar and she was promoting it because she was saying that, you know, it has like an LED light and I can change the colors on it. And she's like, this one little thing is causing so many problems. And I I didn't even think about the 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 transition aspect of it. I'm like, you know what? Because I truly believe that. These are decisions between you and your, your, is between you, your family, your personal life, it's you. But I just, I felt like it was just too young. I'm like, at 16, 17 years old, we're removing uteruses, we're having hysterectomies. So anyway, that being said, after our episode with Kate Dropped, um, my friend, my good friend, Skylar reached out to me. And he had a very interesting perspective. So I'm gonna read his bio really quick, and then I'm gonna bring him in, and I'm gonna pretty much just start this off, and let's just start the conversation. I know normally I have a monologue, but I just didn't feel like it was necessary. We we've kind of already talked about a lot of the stuff that's out there in the other episodes. So if you did not listen to um, let's talk about what's happening in our schools with Kate Hudson, go back and listen to that because that's kind of like a preference of what we're gonna be talking about. But anyway. So, let's see. Where do I want to start here? I'm just going to do your basic bio, and then we're going to bring in all the rest of the stuff. All right. So, Skylar Akins is 35. He's a native Georgian who currently lives just outside of Atlanta in Smyrna, Georgia. He is a compliance manager and certified construction auditor for a major accounting firm, a former activist liberal, and an openly gay man. He is a graduate of the University of West Georgia, serves as president of his homeowners association, vice president of the Georgia Law Cabin Republicans, the LGBT LGBT conservative group. Um, he's also treasurer and CFO of the Atlanta Young Republicans. He's also a member of Mount Perrin Church in Buckhead and officially. oh wait, I'm sorry. Let me start that part over. He's also a member of Mount Perrin Church in Buckhead and officially and publicly switched to the Republican Party in 2018, but always consider himself a conservative Democrat. I'm proud. This is his words. I'm most proud of being to be a Christian, an American, a Georgian, a nephew, a godson and the only child of two wonderful parents who have been married for over 50 years. 50 years. Oh, my gosh. I love your bio. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to talk to you, and we we we're going to go straight into it. We decided to have this conversation because I think it's important to know what gay Republicans are saying when it comes to these subjects.
2: Yeah. So, th- thank you for having me today, Janelle. And mm-hmm. um, the this kind of, as you mentioned in the the introduction, started with the education conversation mm-hmm. that you had, and the reason that I was jarred by it was. Just like the media loves to do with, you know, black conservatives or Latino conservatives, the gay conservative voice is missing. You know, Mm -hmm. there's not, you know, I'm part of this community just because of who I'm attracted to, but I really don't have anything else in common with them, you know, Mm -hmm. and. For, for whatever reason, the media has always launched us, you know, kind of slumped us in this group and said, you know, these are the LGBT and we keep adding letters to it. That's a whole other conversation, <laughs> maybe a little later. And mm-hmm. I wanted to reach out, and, you know, to you and say we've got groups of people. There's, um, you know, log cabin Republicans have outspoken, mm-hmm. which is uh, um, a kind of a way that we are fighting the TikTok and Instagram generation where kids are going on and talking mm-hmm. about, you know, changing their gender. And there's 30-something mm-hmm. genders. I'm, uh, you know, part of the log cabin Republicans mm-hmm. and really support what they're doing with outspoken. And then we have groups like Gays Against Groomers, which is a group mm-hmm. of people that have been banned deplatformed from everything and all we do is go out and tell our stories about you know being against the grooming of children and education being against the sexualization of children and schools and you know learning about sexuality you know i went to school in rockport georgia a very small town in northwest georgia you know sexuality is sex education was a conversation you had with your parents and mm-hmm. at your church mm-hmm. and that's how it should always have been yeah. and i'm going to say something jarring but it's really going to put this into perspective for for a lot of your listeners and kind of for people in general mm-hmm. if i would have been in high school in today's generation I wondered if they would have, you know, mutilated my body and told me right. that I was a different you know, gender than just yeah. being a gay man. That's right. all there is. And that's like i I was very intentional in the biography that we discussed to point mm-hmm. out that the only reason I even say that I'm gay is because we're talking about it. Because right. it's the least important thing about me. I'm so many mm-hmm. other things. But I wanted to make sure that, you know, I brought to point to people listening that this is a kind of a recent phenomenon that started on college campuses where they started sneaking in these this literature and these words into our school system to, you know, really uh, – kind of confused children. And, and, you know, we're seeing the consequences of that every day from the suicide rate tripling to depression, anxiety being at, you know, record highs to, you know, children just spending hours on social media apps. I mean, you can't even open an Instagram or TikTok, app, you know, your app on your
1: phone without getting some kind of lecture on pronouns. Right. You know, so... Why do you think people are leading with their sexuality now? Because to to your point, I remember being in high school and there were clear, like, friends of mine that I knew were different. That's how I saw it. You know, I just knew they were different. But there wasn't anything that stood out that made me feel like I had to identify this person differently other than whatever their name was or who they were to me. So why do you think this is such a big topic now? Why are people leading with their sexuality?
2: The basic honest answer in my question is, I mean, in my opinion, is Marxism. Mm. It's classical Marxism. The way, any way that the left, the liberals, the media, you name anybody that's not, you know, a middle of the road or conservative, their tactic lately has been to label you on your skin color, label you on your sexual orientation, label you on your gender, mm. which they consider to be different from your sex. And All these things instead of just saying, hey, guys, we're all Americans. We're all living and trying to get through life with whatever challenges and opportunities that life throws at us. And any time that you hear them, you know, using that as a way to, you know, advance themselves, it's pure Marxism. It's a cultural warfare Mm -hmm. is literally what it is. I mean, I can remember, you know, being afraid, you know, Pretty recently, you know, Mm. I was like, am am I going to get this opportunity? Are they giving me this opportunity because they're trying to check a box for their Mm. sexual orientation Mm -hmm. quota? Or, you know, we have to do all these trainings now on uh, biases against people like LGBT people and, you know, uh, black Americans, Latino Americans. And again, just to answer
1: your question very plainly, it's a it's a Marxist. Yeah. Some Marxist plot. You know what's funny? So last night I was watching the debate. Right, I was watching debates with um, uh, Governor Kemp, and at the time of this recording, Governor Kemp is just about to be reelected. <laughs> Let's hope. Oh, we're hoping it. Um, but it was a debate, and the debate had—I'm um, uh, sorry, not not the governor's debate. I was watching the Senate U.S. Senate debate with Raphael Warnock and Chase Oliver, oh, and I mean, it—they went. Pretty much almost the entire time before mentioning that he was gay. I didn't know he was up until that point. I didn't either. I mean, there was, n- I, and it's so funny because my husband and I was watching it and we were just nodding our head. We were agreeing. We were like, man, this is really good. I mean, he, I mean, he sounded pretty strong, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not libertarians, but, right. but he sounded pretty strong, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but then here comes this moderator that says, you know, as an openly gay man, and Kel and I just looked at each other like, what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. He was doing such a great job, and, and his answer was great. But why would you bring that up? I just thought that was so bizarre. It's almost like if I'm standing there, and, they, and, I, and I hear people say, and it just, this happens to me too, and like, you know, as a black person, and I'm just like, okay, well, why? why is this always on the front page of everything? So to that point, I wanted to talk about the additional letters. Oh, I love this. One. Where... <laughs> I'm glad you do because I am really interested. I have a lot of questions. And, um, but where is this coming from? Because I think for me, I remember I don't know. I think I it was it was only three or four letters when I was younger. <laughs> now we have QI plus. No and...
2: idea what they mean. For... Most of us don't. Okay, so the community doesn't even know. No, and let me tell you <laughs> what the community has to say, okay. or at least what I, the people that I talk to. And mm-hmm. I, I tend to not categorize my friends into groups of gay, black, Latino, <laughs> right. like like the media and everybody tries to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But um, what what I think honestly happened was, you know, uh, around the time that the Burger fell decision came down, that to educate your listeners, the decision mm-hmm. the Supreme Court said that marriage between You know, two people should be treated equally, you know, same rights as heterosexual people. We were already winning marriage equality in several states around the country through the ballot box. Mm -hmm. You know, we were doing the hard work. We were going in and saying, you allow us to adopt children and get married. We can be productive members of society and we can have the same, you know, um, kind of experiences, Americans, that you and your husband enjoy. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want to meet my husband and adopt a child one day Mm -hmm. that that would otherwise had a really bad time in the adoption system right Mm -hmm. and what I think happened is that was a successful movement because by the time the decision was handed down we were already winning the hearts and minds of the voters and the legislatures in a lot of places and then I think what ended up happening after that is you saw a lot of different groups, whether it be the trans community, the, you know, the queer community, because now they, could, they use the word queer. When I was in high school, that was a pejorative. I, and right. I still, to this day, mm-hmm. don't ever want to hear that word. It's, it's very, yeah. it's very traumatic. But there's people that say that. And I'll tell you what I found the difference between gay and queer is. And I hate that some of your listeners have to know this, but, mm-hmm. you know, gay is just... What a person that has same-sex attraction, queer has become, like, the political identity and all the things that come with it, right? Mm. So it's the, you have to be a liberal Democrat. You have to be, you know, you have to identify your sexual positions or whatever. Oh I mean, goodness. it's just, it's, yeah. yeah, it gets to be, like... So way too personal way too for personal. no reason no reason at all and then all the other ones I is I think intersection A is ally and it's true you know one in one thousand babies are born with you know intersexual right. mm-hmm. that's a real thing and would th- that
1: be a part of the LGBT community or is that a medical condition it's a medical condition just like yeah. transgenderism is mm-hmm. you know it's, so, they're
2: still listed to this right. day in the diagnostic social manual that clinicians use as a mental disorder,
1: right? Body dysphoria was something that yes. I remember when I was studying psychology, and, and and now I don't think we talk about that at all. Mm-mm. And, and, and You'll the get danger canceled for doing it, it is. And I feel like the, the the danger in that is you're you're labeling people ahead of the time for them to make their own decisions for about their life. And you're doing it based on what you want in order to push your agenda. At least that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm seeing. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that you know it gets you some. And today's society, it gets you points. Mm-hmm. If we had a something that resembled a social credit system, it used to be that you know there was you get points for being LGBT. So. You can no longer just be, I'm a, I'm a married man with children and, and I've got a great career. Please vote Ooh. for me. Now it's got to be, <laughs> I'm Sky, Skylar Akins, I'm gay and I'm, you know, disabled <laughs> right. and I'm Muslim or I'm right. all these other things. So mm. it's become like a point. And, like, you know, you get points based on your
1: oppression. And I think that's dangerous for so many reasons. That's a good point that you just made. I mean, no pun intended. I guess pun intended. But you're right. It does feel like you are welcomed more or you have more freedom to say things based on the point system, right? Right. And that's why I think it's important for people like me to be able
2: to come into your studio and talk about it. Because they can't attack me Mm -hmm. the same way they can attack you because... You know, right. I'm a, I'm a part of that community. They can't take my gay card away, for example. Right. We actually worked the Atlanta Pride last weekend, the Log Cabin Republicans, because okay. we are trying to win the hearts yeah. and minds of those voters. I mean, you know, the last poll that I've seen, you know, with Trump, he won like 15, you know, there's it's a guess, you know, mm-hmm. I, but around 15 to 20 percent of the LGBT vote, we think it can be higher. Mm. Well, long story short, I would say about 80 percent of the feedback was positive and people were like, We're so glad you're here. You're engaging with us on the issues. But the other twenty percent were very angry, you know, why are you here? You shouldn't exist. Oh you know, you know, and, and I just would try to engage with them, mm-hmm. but it's because they don't want to debate you. They just want to yeah. silence you.
1: Right. And I, I I definitely go through that myself, you know, um I think that if you look at it from the perspective of just having some a part of you that's different. I don't think it needs to be highlighted. No. I think that we need to see each other as human beings, number one, and then we engage as human beings. But so let's talk about the gaze against groomers. Yes. Can you explain what groomers are and like wh- where did that term come from?
2: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to use a couple of, uh, of cultural references when I explain that. Mm-hmm. So Bill Maher about two or three months ago had this wonderful monologue where he, you know, he's a he's a comedian, but mm-hmm. he's lately been very based in what yeah. he's saying. And he said, you know, you know, now it's like two or three out of ten kids in California identify as LGBT, but in Ohio it's still like one out of ten. And he said, why mm-hmm. is it more in Cali- – when you adjust mm-hmm. it for population, why are people – in California coming out as gay More than people in Ohio right. And he's like we've got to acknowledge There's some social phenomenon to this It's mm-hmm. not just you know that There's a disproportionate number of gay people In California versus Ohio No it's because it's a cool thing to do People are doing mm. it um, And back to your original question About you know kind of the, the gays against groomers yeah. um, It's really for a a, an, a way for us As gay men Lesbians, bisexual and trans trans against groomers as well, mm-hmm. it's, it's a way for us to publicly come back and tell, you know, the people that we promised, you know, that when we got marriage equality that we would be, you know, that we would have normal families, pay our taxes, mm-hmm. adopt children, that we're going to lock arms with you guys and we're going to fight yeah. this stuff and put it back where it belongs, which is not right. in the schools. It's not mm-hmm. in the, the classroom. The only mm-hmm. two people that should be talking to you about this at all are your parents and your church, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, there is some room for the education, maybe in the school the, when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. But even in my high school, we didn't learn about anything related to sex until I was a senior, and that was how to use birth right. control.
1: Right, right. I mean, and so... You know, at the end of the day, the whole reason why we were learning about sex was for reproduction, right? right? So I mean, it was it wasn't about the activity as much as it was about the cause and effect, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, And so now that we're in this space where we're talking about activity, I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't want to see um a heterosexual couple having sex in school. Me that's either. that's where I know that the liberal is liberal left is really trying to make this an uh, issue that it's not. Because for even when I talk to Kate, when we, when I talk to parents, they're like, no, I'm not saying that we don't need to talk about You know, LGBTQ issues with our kids. What I'm saying is, we don't need to talk about sexuality, period. Period. In schools. Absolutely. You know, I mean, why are we doing this? So. And and, uh and the Gays Against Groomers is a lot like the libs of TikTok. It's
2: folks, what they're doing is taking people that are posting on their own videos of them talking about, you know, where I'm teaching my kids how to say, you know, cat pronouns or neo-pronouns, oh, and they're reposting it and putting a spotlight on it so that the mothers like Kate know mm-hmm. that this is being taught in your school. You need to right. consider, like, things that I support, like, for you know, mm-hmm. going to a, a private school, a religious school, or something yeah. like that. So that's really what Gays Against Groomers lives against TikTok, Trans Against – all those groups are about It's to say – you know the media is labeling us as going along and being silent on this Mm -hmm. and people like me are silenced a lot of conservatives or even my more moderate are Mm -hmm. silenced because we're not on the you know we're not on the boat of sexualizing children in their educational curriculum like what what the governor did in florida was Mm -hmm. not actually conservative enough for me i really Mm. think that it should have been you know, you should say, you know, that children should not be exposed because I think the cutoff was like third grade or something. Right. Mm-hmm. It should have been higher than that. You yeah. know, and they yeah. said and they said, oh, well, now a teacher can't put a picture of their partner in their classroom. That thing no. in the bill says that, you know, as long as you <laughs> and your husband, are, you know, aren't doing things that you and your husband couldn't do right. in the photo.
1: It's perfectly fine. I mean, I don't know any child that looks at the picture of me and my husband and say, oh, that's a mar- wife. And that's, you know what I mean? I, I think they will look at it and just say, hey, you Two know, de- people. right. It depends on obviously what position you're in in the picture. Right. But um, but those <laughs> exactly. pictures shouldn't be there anyway. Exactly. You know, so let's let's go a little bit deeper into yeah. something that I saw recently. So I saw recently a flag and it was the um, I'm trying to I call it the pedophile flag. Mm hmm. Because that's really what it is, right? Um, but there's a there, there's this new term I map map yes. Can you talk about map a little bit? Because and, and tell me what your thoughts are. Because I just think this is insanity.
2: Yeah. So speaking of people trying to latch on to what was a successful social movement, which mm-hmm. was marriage equality, you have groups that are now trying to say they call instead of saying pedophile in academia. All the college campuses are starting to push out this word MAP, Mm -hmm. minor attracted persons. And for the record, I support either the death penalty or the electric chair for pedophiles. So <laughs> the fact that we're even talking about giving them, right. you know, any kind of legal rights here right. is concerning in itself. Mm-hmm. But what it is essentially is a bunch of people that are sexual deviants. Yes. And the and the, and the most awful thing, you know, you should mm-hmm. you know that wanna mess with children. The same with there's a couple other groups that but maps mm-hmm. the one that's the most that's the big that's controversial yeah. and horrible one for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. What they've done is Now the the LGBT Inc. and I say the Inc. because it's the Mm -hmm. one the people that claim to speak for people like me and their media allies are trying to normalize it into the LGBT spectrum of people and everyone that I know is saying stop this let's don't do this but there's no one in the media or no real voice out there Mm -hmm. saying. You need to be aware of this, mm-hmm. what the flag looks like. Make sure that right. when you, you see it in a classroom, you know what it means. Just like, you know, you need to know the difference between equity and equality. You need to know the difference right. between map and pedophile. They're really the same thing. Yeah. One is an attempt to what the left does a lot, liberals do a lot, is they will take something that we know is bad, like pedophile or pedophilia, mm-hmm. and make it an academic term or making it as something that people can't understand. They did this right. with gender too. It used to just be the word gender was i'm a man you're a woman now they call it cisgender right right if you are if you're just a normal man or a normal woman Mm -hmm. they call you cisgender uh and that started in academia as well but to your point the maps, they call them maps, they have their own flag, and the LGBT community has even redrawn the, the pride flag. I don't know I'm, people that don't follow this th- that much. They used to just be the rainbow flag representing our community, mm-hmm. and now they've added this these weird triangle shapes to it, and they call it the pride progress flag because they're now saying it's more inclusive of all shades of people. And when really the rainbow is the rainbow, it's all colors. It represents all <laughs> people You can all make every color wet. out of the rainbow. <laughs> exactly. That's Roy G. Biv, as right. we learn in high school. So it's like, yeah. you know, but it's troubling Janelle and mm-hmm. uh I'm glad that you brought it up because parents yeah. need to be watching for that and yes. and the best thing that you can do the best advice I have and I tell this to people all the time on both sides of the aisle because I will say it's not just the liberals democrats care about this too they don't want yeah. their children okay. going to school in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, they don't want their I mean it's, it's they're the ones yeah. pushing it they're in the party that's pushing it they're the one helping prop these people up but no one wants to send their school or have their school, have their child in a school with one of these people. Right. But they need to know and research. The best thing that they can do is look the teacher's name up on Google and see what they mm. find. See if you can find them on TikTok. I know, mm-hmm. you know, you you, you um, are a successful business person. I'm a successful in my professional field. The first mm-hmm. thing I do when I hire someone is I'm going to look up their social media history. Yeah. Uh, and it, you'd be surprised. You have to now. You have to now. Mm-hmm. And not only that, people overshare now. You know, they they tend to overshare what they're doing. So that's why right. groups like Libs of TikTok are called, you know, they, they're calling them all these na- or gays against groomer. They're so successful It's because all they're doing is taking the teachers that you're paying for, that I'm paying for with our mm-hmm. tax dollars and reposting their videos to the parents to say, you need to know this is going on in your schools and thank god we're in georgia you know where we've got some proactive steps against that but we're always one or two elections away from this becoming
1: the reality right here in georgia absolutely so who's who's driving this conversation like who who determines when another letter is added or like who, who's driving this it's a really good question so um there's a group that pushes the, a lot of this called the human
2: rights campaign okay. um and they used to be before uh, marriage equality was won in the courts they used to be the group that advocated for marriage equality now they seem to be ex- exclude they're a huge group they're one of the mm. largest lobbying groups in the entire country mm. that they do as well as glad GLAAD is the media group called. It's called Gays and Lesbians Against Defamation.
1: Okay. Gay
2: and Lesbian Allegiance Against Defamation, and um, they are the group that when K- uh, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, they coached the media on how to properly use Bruce's now Caitlyn's pronouns. Those are the two biggest groups. GLAAD, it's spelled G L A A D, and Human Rights Campaign those are the two that are really pushing and driving the conversation and I think it's important for people to understand that when the media reports on trans they 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 it's so, it's so sad to Janelle because mm-hmm. when when people come out like there was a city council member recently mm-hmm. that came out as gay I'm going to call him out Matt yeah. Westmore. Yeah I remember that And I remember looking on social media and seeing, I'm not friends with him on social media for the record or any of that. I remember seeing people calling him brave for coming out as gay Mm. in 2022. And I'm sitting here thinking, what's so brave about what he's doing? What I think of as brave is the teacher that's going into a dangerous school every day and having to confiscate drugs and guns and still try to teach the children in these very challenged schools, both on a resource mm-hmm. side and the parents and the economic situation. Him just mm-hmm. posting a rainbow flag and saying I like men right.
1: doesn't make him a hero. It does. It, it doesn't, doesn't it make it doesn't him make brave. You brave. I mean, then, right. you know, I it, it, first of all, you should be proud of whoever you are and whatever you decide. Right. I mean, right. obviously, everyone shares their own beliefs and all of that stuff. And but at the end of the day, and I know, and we mentioned when we first met, we talked about this. We did. And and I yep. and I share where my beliefs are. Um, be as a as i I know you're a Christian, so I'm not going to say mm-hmm. as a Christian as if you're not. But as a Christian, for me, I said you know marriage is between a man and a woman. And that's what I believe because yep. that's what the Bible. But that is. I, but I also followed it up by saying that I am not God. Mm-mm. And I, <laughs> you, you know? know, I mean,
2: it's. And I didn't challenge you because you're yeah. right, You're entitled to your First Amendment beliefs. And, you know, and mm-hmm. I look at it this yeah. way. I want to be, and the reason I love now, you know, I'm in the being in the Republican Party mm-hmm. is you're, you're not. I know that's your biblical belief, but right. I know your heart in a lot of ways in the sense mm-hmm. that I know that you're not coming from a bad place. No. And number two, I almost I know for a fact that you are a good friend, a good person. And I know mm-hmm. that. You know, you have that belief
1: because it's a sincerely held religious belief and it should right. not be, a, you know. Yeah, that, that's what it is. I mean, it's and, and here's the thing. We were we we're called to love people. We are. And that's just it. Right. You just got to love people. We are. And, and I'm not it's not my job to decide or determine or to judge or do any of those things. That's that's I hate when we do that. And I'll, even as a Republican Party.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Janelle. And I'll also say this about you through our friendship. Um, you know you can have that belief in america and mm-hmm. still believe in liberty and freedom right. for everyone right. it's like i don't feel threatened by your mm-hmm. belief that it's yeah. traditional mm-hmm. because at the end of the day i have my freedom and choice mm-hmm. and sovereignty to make my own decisions yes, over my life the same with like covid 19 like right. I, I i mean i'm using it as that parallel <laughs> right. like you, you had the choice to take the vaccine you were educated about it mm-hmm. and um same here like you know i have the choice to take you know to love and marry who I want to Absolutely. in this country you mm-hmm. have the right to say it. I love you scholars are friend but I don't support it because of my deeply held religious beliefs and that's why the first amendment is so yeah. important
1: and 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 I don't think we have to lead with that no right no not at all <laughs> I, I I hate when that happens right yeah. I mean it's just anyway that's a whole other conversation we'll have to bring you back to talk about that yeah. but to, to kind of get back to when we're you know just talking about the multiple genders yeah Do you believe that there are multiple genders? No. Do you believe in two
2: genders? Two (laughs) genders. You know, and it's one of the most controversial Mm -hmm. statements of our time. And um, I don't know. There's a documentary that I will recommend to people. And it's a shameless Mm -hmm. plug. What is a woman? Okay. Yes. By my, by my, you know, it's, it's amazing Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's now taboo to talk about, they know what a woman is when it comes to abortion, right? They know that, (laughs) they know that only women can carry and give life, which is the most beautiful thing on the planet. men can give birth now. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> that's some kind of... That's some
1: kind I was going to ask you if you've met a man who's giving birth. Never have, never will, because it's, <laughs> right? it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's a lie straight. And you should you know. thank God. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I don't think we need both genders giving birth. No, right? and I don't <laughs> menstruate, or
2: do all these crazy things that they thank try God. to... Thank God. Exactly, that they try to come out and say that we can do. But yeah. I think uh, there are only so two crazy. genders. I will say that the genesis of this was the college campuses, because when... When I, even at West Georgia, I had this class called Human Sexuality, and the whole premise mm. of the yes, it was a class, was like an elective, or was it, that? I mean, how did, it was a psychology class that you took? It was a psych two thousand yeah. class. Okay. Long story short, the premise was because there are intersex people, there have there has to be you know there can be multiple genders mm-hmm. and. No, we've actually had an experiment. We've had a, 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 there's actually some science behind this, but you know, there are people that are born to intersect. It's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, it's 0.0001%. Which is not representative of mm-hmm. the trans community in America, which they would say you know was five or ten percent. There's right. a, it's like there's no way it's that big. Mm-hmm. But to bring it home, there were these two twins called the Rainier twins. I don't know if you've heard of this. No, um,
1: no, enlighten me.
2: Yeah, they were they were basically they were on Oprah, and um the there was these two sets of twins, uh, and this is brought up in What Is a Woman by Matt Walsh. Um, there were these two twins that were born. Uh, Men And when she went to have the children's – one of the children circumcised, it went wrong. Mm. And there was a – it was a botched medical procedure gone wrong. And so what ended up happening is the mother chose to have one – the one that didn't get damaged in the medical procedure – as a man, and the one that was during the circumcision live as a woman. And I I cannot rec- recall their names, but she essentially raised twins of the opposite Ooh. gender. Well, the one that um, she raised as a man came on to Oprah when Oprah was still had a great talk show and mm-hmm. told her, told her Mom, you know, I want to be a man. I've always felt like I was a boy and should have been a boy. Why did you
1: keep Oh, this is the me? one that she
2: made. A female. a female, he yes. said he wanted to
1: be a oh, yes. man. Yeah,
2: and so there's a that's a very it's called the Reimer twins. It's R E I M E R twins, mm-hmm. Um, and basically they lived their entire lives as the you know their mother yeah. chose for one of them for him to be a woman. Well. It ends tragically, unfortunately, Janelle. Mm-hmm. He ends up committing suicide. God. The one that was male, him that lived, you know, he got married, had children. I think he's still wow. alive to this
1: day. But um, it's it's that's so tragic. It is, and it's so sad. I don't know what the mom was thinking in that moment. I'm not going to pretend to think to, to to try to understand that. Um, I just know that that's not a decision that I can see myself making. Because you know, I, I, if anything, I'm gonna say, can you fix the surgery? Right. You know, so anything you can do here, right. Before I go there, it almost makes me feel like she wanted a girl and a boy. That's what I think, and I think that's what a
2: lot of this. Speaking of t- genders, a lot of this is not the child. Childrens mm-hmm. want to be mermaids when they get in the bathtub, but they right. can't be mermaids. <laughs> right. A lot of this is the parents or activists or they're mm-hmm. in the, the into this fad and they're pushing yeah. it on the children. And that's what's really concerning, is, is that It's it's like you need to learn how to be a good parent and support your child And you should not be letting them especially take things like cross-sex hormones before they're 18. Because, you know, I hear it said, like it's science, that Mm -hmm. if you take puberty blockers before 18, that there's no effect and that it's reversible. Well, the UK's, the largest gender clinic in the world, which was in the UK, and the second one in Sweden, recently shut down because they decided... After, you know, years of trying to play with children's developmental processes, Mm. that it was the the harm was irreprehensible. So they shut down and they issued this huge report and said, you know, basically what you and I are saying here is that, you know, when you when you confuse children and you give them cross sex hormones, you prevent their brain from developing. You know, Mm. they develop Osteoporosis in their yeah. 20s, mm-hmm. their, their lungs, you know, these, there's their 20 something, you know, when they have cross sex hormones in their teens, they go on in their 20s and 30s to have the lungs yeah. of a 12 year old because Ugh. puberty has a role to play Absolutely. in the
1: development of our bodies. Yeah. But these, not just your sexuality or, or, or right. not, not just, it doesn't just, you know, affect, you know, or the, the light switch that comes on. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it now, Affects, I mean, it affects everything, your full development absolutely. And yeah. and, and I think a lot of it is the, the
2: parents are not saying to the children when they're going through things. Like, I know when I went as a child, I had sad moments and happy moments. Thank God I was a really normal kid, but I, I could imagine having a child that was confused about mm-hmm. their gender, or they were depressed, or that they were sad and not knowing what to do and so mm-hmm. you put them on the cross sex hormones thinking that you're doing them good, but you're actually doing them bad. And mm. I equate the science that they use to mm-hmm. put kids on cross sex hormones. Like it's like witch doctoring. It's it's yeah. literally it's it phony
1: science. Right, right. You're kind of playing with it. Okay, so this went by really, really fast. Because <laughs> yeah. we could talk about this for hours and hours. Yeah. So in closing, Two things. I want you to share your final thoughts on this, but I also want you to share any type of resources that parents. So if there's a parent that's listening who is kind of going through, you know, the, the challenges in schools, um, and then just social media, and they they don't want to control their child, you know, social media where you know you're now deciding what they can and can't watch in, in a micromanaging way, but. How do you, you know, kind of, you know, assist your child as they are going through the world that's new? This is really new. I mean, even for me and I mean, I'm not even 40 yet. And so and I feel like this is really bizarre. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So what are your final thoughts? And then what are some resources? And then, you know, maybe tell us about law cabin Republicans and. You know, just something that could give parents some hope.
2: Yeah, they need hope right now, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So, you know, if their child is having a hard time, it's important that they, you know, be a parent and be loving and accepting of their child and not try to force drugs or things on them. You know, there Mm -hmm. are so many mental health professionals out there that are good with these things that are not, you know, affirming. You know, that's Mm -hmm. something a red flag to look for. you know, they call themselves gender affirming. They're not... You don't go to a doctor to seek affirm affirmation of something. You go to get medicine and to get help and get better. Right. So there's psychology. There's you know, there's all these great social groups. You know, like when I was growing up, my mom would take me to summer camps at the deaf school in Cave Spring, Georgia. There's summer Ooh. camps. Yeah. There, you know, sure. there's sports that they can put their kids in. There's so many yeah. things that they can do um, to give them hope. Also if they if they decide after they're adults that they're LGBT or T And that they are not, they don't want to buy into all the other stuff. The Log Cabin Republicans, we have a group called Outspoken. We have a chapter Mm -hmm. here in Georgia. We are literally locking arms with with parents and families across the country to fight these wars and i I actually encourage parents to look at what we're doing and look at outspoken because what we do is provide resources to counter what the left and Mm -hmm. those are the the people that are trying to confuse our children are putting out there and so that's one really good resource that i recommend is out is outspoken and Mm -hmm. um also following you know there are groups like lives of tiktok that Mm -hmm. you know that you know, get it's not really a resource but it's something that I think that what they do it so well is they show some of the red flags that you should yeah. be looking for in a school or in a classroom, okay. mm-hmm. you know, that teach you that this, this teacher this is not good. This teacher is trying to, mm-hmm.
1: you know, push
2: ideology, not necessarily pedophilia or any of that stuff, but they're right. trying to push some type of of political philosophy on your child. Um mm-hmm. and uh, like, you know, I'm gonna be honest, you know, i've been going to church all of my life and mm-hmm. and been pretty open about my sexuality my whole life and i found it to be a very comforting and loving place i've mm-hmm. never you know besides being an american that's important yeah. to me mm-hmm. and and there's this i'll tell you another mm-hmm. thing i served on a nonprofit of a, a a homeless group for lesbian gay trans kids that were kicked out of their homes Because they were gay, their parents didn't accept them. Mm. And I will tell you that when I first told my parents, I was worried about that happening to me. So um, I'm saying this to say the biggest supporter of that nonprofit and getting housing to youth that were that escaped their home or pushed out of their home because of their sexual orientation Mm -hmm. that support us were churches. Yeah. And people Absolutely. don't people forget that be. yeah <laughs> the churches we have all these empty mm-hmm. churches and empty buildings and mm. we we've been turning to the government lately when we should be turning there so yeah. um I, you know there are plenty of resources out there mm-hmm. um but I do think following outspoken and and the okay. uh, Gaze against groomer and uh, you know lives of TikTok there's a bunch of different social media Mm -hmm. groups out there that are good for parents to watch just so they can look for some of these red flags that are going on and like i said counseling and mental health are so important you know georgia's had a renewed focus on that so if your child is struggling it's okay to take your child to a mental health professional and figure out and help them guide them through it because We've never had a generation of kids that grew up exclusively with smartphones. Mm-hmm. And and now we're seeing some of that and, and how dangerous mm-hmm. it is to their mental health. It's important that they go seek right. someone where they can get a healthy outlet for that right. and not just going to a website or social media. Because there are some things that I, as a layperson, cannot teach or yeah. help a child with yeah. that a trained mental health professional can.
1: Man, Skylar, we're going to have to have you back. Thank you. as the, Especially as this conversation grows. Yeah. I th- I definitely want you to be my go-to person to yeah. talk about this because you're so open about it. And because, you know, we we have an understanding and we we love each other. I'm yes. telling you, let me tell you, th- at the end of the day. This is about the love of God. Absolutely. Right? It's about loving on your children. It's about loving people. Yes. It's about being kind. Yes. Understanding. Having tough conversations. Yes. And, and And not accepting bad behavior. And don't tell me that, you know, I'm not seeing this for what it is. Right. right? When
2: I know what I'm seeing. Your eyes will never deceive you. They do
1: not deceive me. So, That being said, as I always say at the close of my podcast, disagreement is democracy. Yes. Thank you so much again, Skylar. We are definitely going to have you back. And to everyone who's listening, thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of this. And um, in a little bit, I'm going to have an email address for people because I want to hear from people who are listening. So stay tuned to that. I'm going to set up something where, you know, you can really have, provide a lot of feedback directly to me and ask questions. And that way I can get questions to our guests and things of that nature. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a great day. Let's talk about it. Thank you.